This week on Zen and not Zen, bro time, bro time, bro time. <laughs> I, was, I was just thumbing through fucking Instagram last night, and there was a video about um, a lost pilot show that was apparently Jack Black. Uh, got somehow uh, became the smartest man in the world and could like do all these things and physics and all this shit and like all these magical powers. And he had a magic motorcycle that was voiced by Owen Wilson. What? Whoa. And it was like Owen wow. Wilson kind of had this like shenanigan y kind wow. of like kind wow. of vibe wow. to it. Right? What was it called? <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but it apparently wow. it didn't get past the, someone got high and was like, what if we That's had a motorcycle awesome. voiced by Owen Wilson? Is that really what it that was? That has like, to be wow, it. Wow, 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 wow. That's f- bro time. Bro time. I, I, I kind of told myself after that that if I fucking didn't kind of lose my shit then, then what have I, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing all right. You, you, you can hang. Yeah. And it probably, in my head, I'm like, it probably would have been a really big trigger to be in the pandemic and not been able to drink. But also, on the other hand, you don't have your regular routine. You're not going out. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Was it more helpful or hurtful, do you think, for you? Uh, More difficult. There wasn't really, you weren't really missing out on anything because nobody was was doing anything. But at the same time, it's like towards, even before when I quit fucking drinking like towards the end it's like you weren't yeah i was going to bars and stuff but it was about it was but not even it was about drinking Mm. though i mean i had my routines and shit and i loved the camaraderie i had at the bars for the hour and a half i'd be there sure because like hardcore drinkers usually don't stay at a particular bar that much right bouncing well at least i bounced around but like towards the end it wasn't even about going out it was just about drinking so it's like you're going home and just getting smashed because it's easier to fucking do that right I don't know. I, I mean, COVID, COVID fucking blew. But at the same time, I watched the other end. I watched people that quote thought they had it taken care of right. lose their shit. So it was like, okay, well, because yeah. like even me in COVID, I mean, I was smoking so much weed in COVID oh, well, that yeah. I, mean, I, I lost burn, like, tolerance. Like I would oh, go yeah, through no, an ounce tongue. like nobody's uh, business. So uh, I felt like if I already had that tendency, like I was stuck indoors, not doing anything, right, and yeah. it's stressful, and you don't know what's going on, and job like. I would have yeah. so easily just been like, ah, fuck it. Like, yeah. that's a really commendable thing for, uh, for mean, you. I, 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 I'm going to give you your flowers even if you don't take them. That was, that's yeah, big. Yeah, I mean, right. I'm bad at that shit, but it's just like, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. yeah, give it to yourself, man. It, it takes no, strength, truly, man. That's a, it that's takes a, strength. That's a big deal. It's like I tell people in our yoga classes, because, you know, yeah, first time people coming in, they're timid, or like, oh, well, the heat, and then the vernacular, and the poses, like, I don't know, but I've heard this is really good. And, uh, and, you know, just, there's a lot of nerves sometimes with, with new people in yoga and I'll tell people, and I don't mean this disparagingly to anybody, but just to put it in perspective, I've seen Seahawk players crawl out of this class halfway (laughs) through it. And the smallest person you've ever seen make it through this class. So it doesn't matter your size. It doesn't matter your athletic ability. It doesn't matter anything. It just, it's you doing the best you can. Yeah. Right. And when we do the best we can, we got to sometimes pat ourselves on the fucking back because nobody knows how hard it is except for you. Yeah. Right. And to sit in your own shit in a pandemic and have all the triggers around you that you could potentially have and resist them. You know, the That's ones that are super toxic for fucking you. classes with masks on or that totally, shit. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. I remember I went to a yoga class one time and it was, 
I'm one of those nervous people because I don't go that often. So I'm always like, am I in too hard of a class? Like, am I going to get my ass kicked? And I remember the teacher just saying to me, she's like, yeah, like literally anything you do is better than the fact that you're not, or like uh, is better than not coming at all. Yeah. So she's like, even if it's too hard and you can't do it, like at least you're here yep. and you can sit in child's pose and that's fine. But like, you don't have to keep up with everybody. Yep. Like you're just here. And yeah. I, I remember being like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like, it might be too hard, but that's okay. Yep. You don't have to do it. And I, I commend people for when they come down on their own to take a break yeah. because that shows me that you are truly listening to your body. Yeah. And that's the purpose of this. We've ignored our bodies for so long. We just think it's a meat vessel to you get have us to from push here to there. Through and, yeah. Right? You know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I understand. Like, yeah, challenge yourself if you want to challenge yourself. But understand if you're always challenging yourself and you're never really listening to the fatigue your body has. That was actually one of the big things for a lot of yogis uh, during uh, during the pandemic. Because, you know, the, 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 the practice that I used to have was sometimes I take two classes a day plus I'm teaching. Right. Right. And so when the pandemic hit, the studios weren't open for a couple of weeks. I was forced to slow down. And I finally realized how damaged my body was because I kept pushing myself too hard. So even though I was doing something that's really good for the body, I wasn't listening to my own body and giving myself rest. I just kept pushing. And so it wasn't until like the pan- the pandemic that I realized my shoulders fucked up and my hamstrings torn. Like, and I'm like, ouchie. oh, wow, I just need to take baths now for a while. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, really, were you just grinding through what you thought was like sore and yeah. pain? Mm-hmm. Fuck, totally. Man. And, and then, then the more it, it is. Like, yeah, exactly. The you, more it, present it is. And we get used. We, it, it, it's, it's also a lesson on like how much we just deal with pain. We just accept that type of pain. Oh, that's just part of my life now. Oh, my left leg just hurts now when I walk. Right, mm-hmm. that's yeah. just part. Oh, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until Dr. Like, Scholl's insults <laughs> yeah. my life like two years ago. I put Holy those in my man. fucking shoes. I'm like, okay, we're doing this now. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, but I had a I had an interesting incident, not incident, but opportunity to look at uh, some growth opportunity for myself over the the past week. Um, so, uh, you know, I think we talked about it a while back, but you know, I did that show for Alan Stone over yeah. in, yeah, in Spokane yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and so Robin, myself and one of our friends, Hannah got invited to, uh, to that show the first year they put it on like seven or eight years ago. And it was beautiful. It was great, beautiful musicians. And, um, and I think I've talked to, I think I've talked to you guys about this, but if I hadn't, uh, here it goes, but I, uh, that was one of the most embarrassing nights of my life also because mm-hmm. I got so blackout drunk that I don't remember anything except throwing up oh. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And like there was like festivities going on, musicians rolling around, little pockets of music breaking out. And I was just trashed in my top bunk, mm. fucking just annihilated. And it was really embarrassing. <clears throat> and, um, and so... I, and I hadn't really talked to Alan for a while and I, I didn't really think that he knew what happened or, you know, whatever it was. I don't think I did anything, yeah, but yeah. just like, we just got self got wrecked, yeah, yeah, you know, we got so. wrecked, yeah. Uh, but you know, there's like that story we put in our head, yeah. you know, maybe he found out I was throwing up and he was like, oh, this guy, you know, you so. just start to spiral uh, in the what ifs. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh-huh. when, uh, you know, we get, we reconnected, he was on my podcast, the other podcast that I do. And then when he invited me out for this. When I'm driving out there with Hannah, different Hannah, uh, Hannah Talbot and Monica, because they both helped me with the sound bath. They did Reiki while I did the sound. And and I told them that. And it was like, this is an opportunity now for me in a sober moment, you know, sober from alcohol, to go back to this place that was very, I had a very embarrassing moment. And not only be a part of it, but hold space in a different way and offer 
a healing modality. Whereas before I was so trashed, I couldn't even tell you who played, Right. you know? So it was a really beautiful, like kind of full circle opportunity for me to now come back to this place and offer the gifts that I've been working on instead of the, the inebriation that I'm very yeah. right. good at doing as well. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was you really get cool. to step in as a new Adam Yeah, totally. or a different Adam. Yep. Yeah. And Alan, you know, had his two kids with him, you know, so he's, he's dad now, you know, so he's obviously grown in life. Mm-hmm. We all do, but it was just really cool to see, um, to see him in the growth that he's had in his element, both as a father, as a husband, as a musician, as now, um, you know, basically a business leader. Cause he's got all these people under him now, but still has that fucking heart. That guy is still the sweetest fucking man. Did you uh, tell him God, that I, I want so that much. one version, uh, released? Have, have you not yet? No, Alan Stone, Alan, listen sorry, to man. me. There is a version <laughs> of naturally, out there somewhere that I saw on TikTok that that video doesn't exist anymore and it is not on any platform. Mm. So whatever whatever recording that was that needs to be released, this is Kinsey Shaw talking to Alan Stone right now. <laughs> that I love that song in general, but that version this of it, you know what I'm talking line, about. Direct line to Alan Stone. The things that you do with your vocal cords on that, uh, on that song for that one version is beautiful and yeah. that world needs to know it. All right. Oh, well, it's, on yeah. my, it's on my list. Great. I'll send this one to him personally. God we'll damn it. Helen Stone. So yeah. good. Like, yeah, this is a three-parter. You're going to be sitting four hours. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Like, really? Email would have been fun. Oh, man. But yeah, it was uh, it was great. So we did the, the, the sound bath, and then we got to stick around for the show and saw That's some dope. amazing musicians. Who all was there? Uh, so I got turned on to two, two new bands. One's called Brother Elsie. And they are fucking powerful. They got like a Chris Stapleton vibe to them. Love it. Um, really great songwriters. Very big energy. Just awesome shit. And then uh, Josh Gold is another person that I got turned on. I think he's Canadian, but fantastic show. We'll allow it. A great, Canadian. Right? Yeah. It's fine. Not uh, a lot of good Canadian musicians. So. Brian Adams, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, the late Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, young, uh, Alanis, yeah. Morissette, yeah. Alanis Morissette, shut your goddamn I mean, mouth. Came Literally. out during a pink show recently. I saw that. Yeah. And it, I, it made me want to go to a pink show. It made me warm and fuzzy. I know. Inside. Totally, totally. But I got to say, the most impressive thing out of the entire show that I saw was Alan Stone's band, who's called The Band. Mm-hmm. Um, they played for Alan and three other groups and just like seamlessly, beautifully. Was it just the same con- guys that were playing? Same, same dudes? Guys. Same- They've been playing for 20 years. They've been playing no together. No shit. Yeah. That same group of musicians. Same dudes. I mean, again, we uh, not to, you know we yeah. were hammered, but I remember the <laughs> first part of the show. That drummer is one of the <laughs> best fucking, drummers yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah, seen, dude, man. That's sweet. Yeah, but right so they, they held it down for four different groups, including Four different Alan. styles. Exactly. And four different types of people walking around being like, hey, guys. Guys, we're happy to be here today, you know, and just like playing behind them and coming up That's and going talent. down. Man, that is talent. Those dudes are so fucking talented. And so they've been good. with Alan Stone the whole time? Yeah. That's yep. dope. I think they've all, like, someone went to school together and shit, you know, just like been doing it up. I love that. So, yeah, it was great. It was really great. And then uh, over this last weekend, I was in Sacramento. We did some, uh, yeah, right. The but, fuck we, okay. uh, so we, we were in, uh, we went up to the mountains. We were in uh, Pinecrest in Yosemite. And uh, did some shamanic training. So it's the mm-hmm. second year in a row I've done this. And uh, the greatest thing was a beautiful event. I won't get into too much of the details of it. But, like, I got to talk to, like, some aliens. Yes! Yeah, yeah man. It was fucking... Why don't you want to go into detail about oh, that? You know, 
<laughs> they don't want you to do whatever they say. Well, That's fine. No, so like there's, there's, you know, there's uh, the guides that are around us, right? Yeah. And I think that everybody has them, whether you listen to them or not. You know, we all have some kind of support, spiritual support. If you're atheist, it's all good, right? You know, do, believe what you believe. I'm not trying to push my You can be atheist and still believe in aliens because they don't have to be. Definitely. They can be just be other creatures. Go ahead. So I've, I've, I've had a couple like guides come forth. I have like a principal guy that I work with. He's like my teacher. And mm-hmm. uh, so I kind of chat with that person a lot. And, uh, and so, but I've gotten really used to that, that person. But while I was there this last time, I got connected to what's called the star people and, uh, and got a lot of really interesting opportunities to kind of receive messages from, from them and, uh, and kind of work with that energy in a little bit. And so it was very powerful and it's, it's been uh, real reminiscence, like really sticks around. And when, every time I play that gong now, like it's like I feel this three fingered hand just no. on the side of my head. It's just it's such an interesting feeling. So I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Yeah, it's a trip. So again, believe what you want to believe. I'm not trying to push my beliefs on anybody. This is just the experience of life that I'm uh, enjoying right now. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to rationalize it. No. I'm not rationalizing. I'm just going to let it be fucking magical. So I want to I want to be do like Harry Potter. What, and do shit, we know, you know what planet they're from? Are you allowed to say? I So I haven't received any like verbal messages. So okay, the so thing Because so that's the, not how they go. That's not how well, they roll. And, and that's it. So, and I've, I've talked... I've, okay, I haven't talked about this. I love how this. matter of fact you... No, it is. Roll. When you're that elevated of consciousness, like speak... They speak with their brains. Right. And energetically. So, so we... we whether we were recording or not, we started this uh, podcast talking about mushrooms and stuff. And, and so when I take big journeys, like when I do like five to seven grams and uh, so I'll, I'll, so I receive these kind of like downloads, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I remember the first time it happened to me uh, and this is just my experience. I'm not saying this is everybody's experience. This is the experience I had. Um, I was just in, I was in it, deeply in it. Um, probably about four hours into my journey. I, I remember sitting on the side of my bed. I had my hands in my, my head in my hands and I was just like weeping, not sad, just mm-hmm. like just a release kind of thing. And, uh, and I, and I was like that for a, a seemed like a while, who knows how long it was. And then I, I, I got this like message saying, you're receiving information in a way that you don't normally receive information and you'll always be able to access it when you need it, even if you don't know what it is. And so, and that's like stuck with me very strongly because I, I was shaking, I was crying, I was happy, I felt like I was receiving and all this stuff. So, and I've had that type of experience a few times in my big medicine journeys. And um, that was the message I received when I was uh, in the training. And I felt the first time I felt that kind of sensation on the side of my head, like literally my ear muffled. Yeah. And like, I could feel like it was almost like the other side of my temple. Like that's how long the hand was. Uh Um, and it was that same message. I was getting this big pulsing kind of thing on the right side of my head. And it was basically like, Hey, you're receiving information in a way you're not used to it. It'll be there when you need it kind of idea. So that's dope. So that was, uh, that's, that's what I'm trying to integrate awesome. right now. Yeah. I'm so jealous it's and happy. Andy went to a Kings game. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> hey, man, Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> so I got back and I told Monica, and she's like, so when are we getting abducted? No shit. Yeah, yeah. You didn't ask questions? I have a whole yeah, list of questions. Adam just sell, gets rid of all of his shit. Yeah, I just follow like, Adam. don't worry about us. Just make it in the front yard. Like, like, I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, good stuff. That's dope. Fun times. God. So I think that could uh, transition. Uh, so adult cartoons. Right now, my favorite adult cartoon is Rick and Morty. 
Oh yeah, I, love I think Rick because and Morty. of kind of like that space aspect, the universe aspect, the infinite possibilities of that show. Everybody yep. tells me to watch that show, and I've seen, like, I've seen like a half of an episode. That is, that show is you. That's what a lot. I, I, like no, people, you I would say a lot of people say that, but I, I say a lot of shit, and then people are like, "You, you ever watch Rick and Morty? You don't watch Rick You're and Morty." You're fucking Rick. Yeah, as dude. much as you love Archer, I think you'd really get down with Rick. And Morty. You would love uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, it was funny when we were talking when we you know thought about adult cartoons. I'm like, fuck, I don't really watch any of them. I watch so many. Well, even like ones that I, I think maybe aren't supposed to be adult cartoons, but they have adult following like Gravity Falls or like Owl House or Steven yeah. Universe. I have not heard of any of those. Sometimes your brain just needs... Um, I think the reason why we still love cartoons as adults is because it takes us back to the nostalgia place of like Saturday morning cartoons. Everything's fine. Oh, and yeah. they're very short episodes, 20 minutes most so- of the time. And you can just sit down and watch a whole bunch. Look, big, uh, big city greens. That's another great one. Oh yeah, never even heard yeah. of that one either. They're all children cartoons, but they're you oh, know. Those are, okay, well, so. I mean, they're marketed for kids, but they have adult stuff. Uh, they have uh, adult jokes in them. Well, yeah. it's it's so. I mean, I watched uh, on Netflix. I watched for a while. I watched F is for Family, that Bill Burr one. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 And that was pretty funny for a couple seasons. I watched a couple seasons of Big Bojack Mouth. Horseman. Oh, I Bojack. I watched a couple seasons of Bo- uh, Big Mouth also. But see, like most cartoons, after about two, three seasons, I'm kind of fucking good. Because mm. they can kind of, without going South Park route, there's only so much you can do because it's you're just writing this shit. you yeah. know. Which yeah. is what's great about Rick and Morty because the world that they have set up, like you can literally do anything because it's about so time good. travel, different planets, you know, so every episode there is no, like within like, you know, the Simpsons are, they're, they're only contained in that world yeah. or within big mouth are only contained in that world. But you like, know what I mean? Like yes, you kind of, totally. I, after about two, three seasons, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Well, like, and I've kind of realized that with yeah. most cartoon shows. Will you watch at least three episodes of Rick and Morty? Oh, yeah, no. Okay. It's, it's yeah, they got okay. five seasons, and I got to say all five seasons. They're all great. Watching. Uh, and the funny thing, I, I heard an a interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson a while back, and he, he was saying that, whether he was saying in jest or not, I don't, I don't really, couldn't catch his tone, but he said Rick and Morty is one of the most scientifically accurate shows out there guaranteed you know this the way they talk about science the way they use physics and yeah. even though they they breach the laws of physics it's still accurate in the assumption of what physics could become right you know yeah, yeah. and that's what blows my mind because if i feel like they need uh marvel comic level writers of the multiverse just to get through a rick and morty episode yeah. so i always think about like who are the writers of the show because i know the you know main guys but like there have to be a team of people fact checking all of their Science garb that they throw out. There's a guy I listen to actually named uh, Sean Carroll, and he's got a podcast called uh, Sean Carroll's Mindscape. Oh yeah, you told us about that he's one. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, written, written a bunch of books. He's he he makes physics approachable. Like it's right. still like it's still hard to to understand, but if you get the basics of it, you can really understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that he does is he's one of those char- he's one of those uh, uh, those people on movie sets and on TV shows consultant to consult exactly to technical to, advisor yep, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep, yeah. just to make sure that they're staying in the parameters of whatever science or physics they've de- deemed as applicable to the story they're writing. And that's great. And I, I don't know shit about that. shit, but I know enough uh, to know what when they go on those tangents like that, I'm like, oh, all this is accurate because it makes too much sense you not to be. Don't say the quiet part out loud. If you say <laughs> you don't know shit about shit, I don't know shit about gonna shit. Nobody's going to fucking listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, here, I'm that here lady who doesn't know shit about shit. 
dog. Did you? Okay, so uh, I think a year ago, a uh, adult cartoon called Velma came out. It's yeah, on the, HBO. The, the Scooby Doo one. Scooby Doo one. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm like the the chick with the glasses. Yeah, from Scooby-Doo. it's fucking great. So I... it's an origin story of Velma, mm-hmm. and it's adult themed. Didn't that and get so... shit? Because it was. It got a lot of shit. It was um. It was it Mindy Kaling mm-hmm. or some sh- like. See, I, can't I, I remember... only know this okay. because of some fucking controversy about I didn't hear like. About it. About some shit with Mindy Kaling. I yes, think. I can't remember exactly what the shit was, we but I remember on. when We're Velma. Yeah, else yeah, exactly. Velma came out and it was just reamed for some reason, huh. and everyone was saying it was so bad. And then because Mandy, I am married to the ultimate adult cartoon. Like, she, if she could just watch anything, it'd just be cartoons. Yeah, does like, she just wear like Chucks exclusively, and I don't. Mean yes, that. I, I, like, yes. I, don't, I don't mean that. We like, don't own any other shoes. Like, I, I, yeah. I wear only Vans because I don't like tying them exclusively. Chucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chucks and and uh, uh, ironic T-shirts. Just that's uh, the yeah. entire closet. All, right. all cartoon characters, There's whatever. Nothing wrong with she's that. got. <laughs> yeah. So she, when she gets into her mental health spirals, like the only thing that is a salve is like putting on a cartoon. So mm-hmm. like I know a lot of cartoons through her. Yeah. She watched Velma and she was like, I don't know what people are talking about. It's I thought it's, it was a, great. it's a great show, yeah. and I never sat down and watched it. But it was I, HBO. HBO, like even when they're bad, their shits still above average yeah well and they got a really good i think they were they had just released the harley quinn one they did the same thing with harley quinn they made it like super adult and like very um adult material for harley quinn and that went over really well and so i think it came up maybe right after that so maybe people were expecting it to be the same or Uh i don't know i I haven't watched it so i can't say but yeah i I don't know why mindy kaling got shit for that one uh, she did i tried to watch the harley quinn one and i'll probably get back to it eventually but like after the first couple episodes it didn't really grab me yeah i was like i'm all right but um but yeah i I really like the velma one yeah and there was like a lot of different aspects i mean they they approached like gender rights and mm-hmm. Delma being a lesbian and having an affair with Daphne. Was that it? Like, that was that it. Might, that might. I'm it. sure that was it. It was yeah, just like, was you're making it, it too I political. Thought did, I thought they did fine with it. Yeah. I mean, if, if anybody was offended as far as like, I, I don't know which side you'd be. I mean, you could definitely be offended if you're conservative because sure. they're putting this out there. But well, when know. it's offensive to those people, it makes me want to watch it. Like what the fuck are we talking about now? We're talking about an animated <laughs> fictional show on yeah. on HBO. So not only is it a you have to a, pay to get there. Exactly, right? yeah. you have to not only do you get to you have to pay on top of paying to get there. Now not yeah. so much, but it's just like yeah. That was the whole point about like the whole like Howard Stern and why he jumped to satellite radio mm-hmm. was that mm-hmm. if they started censoring him there, it's like okay, then we're totally fucked. Right. right. I mean, we're fucked anyway for different reasons. But, yeah. but, well, that's uh, why people are turning to podcasts a lot because there's no censorship out here. Yet. Right? Oh, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. No, that's true. It's like ham radios. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's going to be like the ham radio of the future. You know? All just these like, talking to the We're going to be like an old white guy in my pot belly fucking sitting in the garage you know, just podcasting when I'm like fucking 70 years old. The I'm only repercussions Spotify got for having the Joe Rogan thing that went down was Joni Mitchell pulled her entire catalog from Spotify. So did, so did Graham Nash. And so did Graham Nash. So that's the only the only repercussions. You just follow Joni Mitchell wherever so, she goes. So, so, the, so what, we, what we heard here is d- d- during all this political turmoil and all this shit during COVID... <laughs> Kinsey and I were directly <laughs> affected on Spotify because I couldn't listen to Graham Nash's first solo album, it's and you couldn't listen to Spike Coyote. There are two reasons. <laughs> there are two reasons why I'm on title. First is thus Beyonce because you will get access to all the Beyonce stuff first because it used to be owned by Jay Z. I think he sold it, but like when Beyonce's 
Lemonade came out, you could only get it on Tidal. So I was like, I'm not having this shit happen to me again. Tidal's another streaming platform. It is another streaming platform. T-I-D-A-L. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and two, Joni Mitchell's on there. <clears throat> and it's not linked to Spotify. Is and she not, I have she back on Spotify now? No. Hmm. She's still not on Spotify. Her shit's getting repressed on vinyl. I saw that. I, I put in for a pre-order. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Is there a favorite Joni Mitchell album you have? Blue, probably. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the I one think, that most I think, people get yeah. on our jams. Blue, on. um, Lady of the Canyon, probably second. Is that Whoa, that, is that the one with the tan cover and the the uh... the Lady of the Canyon is the one where it's kind of like a sketch drawing of yep. her with a bunch yeah, of yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. white all white. Yep. Um, Court and Spark is a great one. Hmm. I don't know if I could pick. I'm not she, big. I'm not big into Joni Mitchell. That's no, okay. Dude, that's all right. Can't can't even put that near it's my. Not for everybody. Let it stir it. Yeah, that's all right. That it's more for me. Yeah. Just for the coyote. Hey, we got it's our fine. we got our yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did not notice that that shit was off Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I noticed when Tool got back yeah. <laughs> on Spotify. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Well, that that was that's because they held out for they literally held out until the new album came out. Oh, is that the reason? All right. Well, they they were they weren't on they weren't on like any, any of that streaming, shit. Yeah. The digital jukeboxes they weren't on any of that. Yeah. Hmm. But they were on title. They're on title now. Title. Yeah. Well, I saw that uh, Pussifer. Perfect Circle and From two Primus. other bands. Primus. Primus, yeah. yes, for Maynard's 60th birthday. They're yeah. playing a handful of shows down in. Oh, shit. 420, they're playing at Hollywood Bowl in Cali. Mm. And the place I stayed at to go see Loggins and Messina that got canceled, it was already booked. So I'm like, all right, well, that fantasy's gone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know if I'll be able to catch that. I'm going to Tool and Bend next week from. Shit, next week, a week from today. Yay, happy tool day. Happy tool day. Be sure to not wear the fucking band shirt. That memo still hasn't gotten out. I've been going to those shows for 20 fucking years. They're kind of like Rex Manning Day. It's Rex Manning Day. I don't even know what that is. Tower Records? Mm-mm. You never saw Tower Records? Empire Records. Empire, Empire Records. Records. Sorry, Empire I, I fell asleep once watching it. Ah, <laughs> oh, such a good movie. I love that movie. So yeah, that's where they gave that's where they gave Slater son on Days of Confused like a main act. Rory, whatever the fuck his name yep, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like the name. main guy in Empire Records. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 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 weed guy with the weed leaf shirt. On this is Days like the second instance in two weeks where someone's told me to watch Empire Records. Because they're like, I can't believe you haven't watched Empire uh, Records. You it's, live a, on Capitol it's a young Hill. Liv Tyler. I know. I, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's a young Liv Tyler. It's, uh, it's a good cast. Yeah. Is Jack Black in that one? No, that's... Uh, High Fidelity. High Fidelity, yeah. Yeah, Great they movie. they are the same movie in my brain. It's not too far off. Yeah. Both, you know, bitchy record stores, mm-hmm. owners and yeah. shit. Yeah, totally. I do love John Cusack though. Yeah. God, he's fucking good. I love you know what? I just you're on Team Cusack, huh? I I do like John Cusack. I'm on but, the Team Joan Cusack. That's right. Yeah, team. she played that she's creeper great on, on Arlington Road. Did you ever see Arlington oh, Road? Oh, yeah, yeah, with the fucking, uh, holy just, shit. Yeah. That is a deep. Deep, deep cut. Holy shit. Tim Robbins. As the bomber, right? Yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, that my God. I haven't thought about good. that oh, movie that in again? fucking yeah, forever. Arlington Road, uh, Tim Robbins, Jeff Bridges, oh, and Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. <laughs> wow. and it's like a, that is a Joan Cusack movie that I literally, I have not thought about that since it came out probably. It's, um... How do you not give it away? I know it's it's a dystopian kind of like uh, you're like Jeff Bridges plays like a, a, a portrayed as like a, a nosy neighbor. Okay, it's like yeah. my neighbor's up to something. He was up to some shit. Jeff Bridges serious shit. Gets dark real fucking. <laughs> yes, quick. it does. All right, all yeah, right. Arlington. Holy Rock. shit! I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dude, home and watch that. Dude, that's worth it. That I'll was good. That Is it hold up? 
I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you know. Oh, I've never watched it. You know what know. Know. hasn't held up is I fucking was all excited because I wanted to watch uh, Ernest Goes to Camp. Oh, yeah. So I picked up a used copy of that on DVD. Ernest Scared Stupid. So I have, it was a three pack. I got Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Goes to Jail, and Ernest Scared Stupid. Those are great. Ernest, the, all the bangers. So, so Ernest Goes to Camp is the first one. That was my favorite one. I watched that two nights ago. I'm telling you, that does not hold up. No. They as don't. Much. Like, I like, watched Goes to Jail recently. So that's I still the one liked I, it. I'm thinking that one's going to carry because yeah. it's it's like a, that one's got a free punk. When the gun goes, makes the gun out of soap. There's a lot of good shit in there. So like I'm excited to get to that, but Ernest Goes to Camp really didn't hold up. Oh, the end is still fucking awesome. Yeah. But it's like you have to watch like fucking like almost an hour of them just shitting on Jim Varney, both yeah. like emotionally and like, just like, it's, it's fucked up. It's so like, you know, like, it's just like, they fucking I'm tri- over here being triggered. God damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I'm just like, God damn, this hits a little too hard. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but there's Jim just Varney. like, really not even that much like, quote, comedy in the first one. Okay. But yeah, so we'll see, but yeah. Kind of like goes- the first weekend at Bernie's. It's like, oh, it just fuck. takes a while to get there. Once well, yeah, because Bernie has good. to fucking die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. how much like of a dick minutes. he is first. <laughs> it takes 40 yeah, the second minutes. one is so much Se- better. The second one's like the fucking mwah, chef's kiss of fucking cinema. <laughs> yep. They start playing music, he's dancing. Oh, yeah. hey, from here. Yeah, the voodoo curse went wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to dance his way to Hidden Treasure. Wrong for them, right for us. So good. That, that, see, yeah, we started off the podcast talking about me getting sobriety. I think Weekend at Bernie's is kind of like lock and step. Yeah. Of like, I, I will always think of that movie with my sobriety. It was a stayed up night. The first night I was like, I'm not drinking anymore. Yep. Oh, no, yeah. two and then three ninjas. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Oh, three ninjas. Three, did we watch Tum-tums. three ninjas? Yeah, we watched three ninjas. Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. So I don't know if those will stand up anymore. Tum Tum Colton the Rocky. The surfer guys. The surfer yeah. guys are probably fucking yeah. hilarious still. Oh, man. I saw, so I was, I was just thumbing through fucking Instagram last night and there was a video about, um, a lost pilot show that was apparently Jack Black uh, got somehow uh, became the smartest man in the world and could like do all these things and physics and all this shit and like all these magical powers. And he had a magic motorcycle that was voiced by Owen Wilson. What? Whoa. And it was like Owen wow. Wilson kind of had this like shenanigan kind of like kind wow, of vibe wow. to it. Right. What was it called? <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but wow, apparently wow. didn't get past wow, it. Wow, Someone got high and was like, what if we That's had a motorcycle? Awesome. Boys by Owen Wilson. Is that really what it that was? That has like, to be wow, it. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. That's fucking so genius. Apparently there's a, there's a movement now to, to reinstate that show with the original actors, Jack Please. Black and Owen Wilson still. I'm like, dude, I would love to see that. It's like Knight Rider. They probably yeah. probably it, it is like Knight Rider. Dude, that, dude so the voice of Knight Rider, Mr. Feeny, is still fucking alive. Like, he's still doing, like, cons oh, he is, and shit. Huh? Mr. Feeny was the voice of Knight Rider? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, no. like, that was, so, like, that like that was, like, episode two of Boy Meets World when I was a kid. I'm like, that's the fucking voice of Knight Rider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he obviously did something between 1984 and 1995, but not to me. Yeah, yeah he's probably living off, living off Knight Rider money. <laughs> Like those residuals from the half. Hell yeah. But yeah, no, that guy's like still doing cons with like all those people that are like, you know, roughly our age, give yeah. or take, you uh-huh. know, Ryder Strong and those other A-listers. Ryder Strong. Yeah, fucking hell. Well, I've gone back and like Ryder Mon- Strong. Gone. Ryder Strong. <laughs> he was a big lesbian crush. 
Really? Because like he kind of looked like a lesbian. There are like certain. He does kind of look. Well, there uh, are certain guys from like the '90s that every queer strong. woman now had a crush on. He was. Because he was, uh, it was, was confusing. What was his name? Was it? Uh, he was. He was Ben Savage's best friend on that show. Oh yeah. I don't remember. He he was like he had the oh, weird yeah. sketch flop background. Yeah, the shit. flop. Yeah. Yeah, like the the the, the, the oh, teacher. Yeah. The teacher took him in. Yeah. Like yeah. remember the day the, the the cool yes. teacher like yes. had him move in. He's like, yo, this is gonna wait. It's gonna be if you're gonna live in my house, man. He's <laughs> like, well, maybe I don't want to live here, man. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> Fuck, wow. Man. I'm gonna leave on my motorcycle. Wow. 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 That's so awesome. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know, a couple other um, good. I just thought of the adult cartoons that have come out. There's one with uh, Danny DeVito's daughter and Danny DeVito. Little demon. demon. Is it little, little demon? demon or little devil? Little demon? Like it's little demon. Something like that. That's a great fucking show. I well, forgot about I, that. I, that some one. comedic stock. There, that's real Perlman and Danny DeVito. Yes. Yeah. 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 Comedic yes. stock. Really good. But they're, Cheers bartender, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> I feel like there is a a, a wave Sorry, the coach of off like Sunset a. Park. The coach off Sunset Park. <laughs> that's real Perlman. She was in the remember that ba- coming of age basketball yes. movie. Yes, oh <laughs> God bless. Anyway, back to demons. uh, no, just like because uh, you can get so many actors like doing an Owen Wilson as a motorcycle. <laughs> I'm just thinking like there needs to be more cartoons like that. Like, yeah, that take advantage of people's voices. Yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. There's that's a, a selling point. I would yes that we should just like oh god that would be a good sounding board a good soundboard oh, to have well, there's a yeah. or just all of those you know no. just finding whose voice does what there's a uh, there's a TikTok guy that I follow that does um, something kind of like that oh, I can't remember the name of it now. like their voice is something else yeah yeah um, I just started watching a new show on Hulu called Crapopolis. Yeah, they they've been pushing that. It's one like on, it's a new Fox one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right. It's got a um, what's it? Duncan Trussell's in that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, really? It's a great oh, name. I like Duncan Trussell. Junk, Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Is Duncan Hines still a thing? Duncan. Like, yeah. The, the cake and yeah, yeah, mix? totally. Yeah, yeah. Duncan Hines. Duncan Hines. <laughs> Betty Crocker. <laughs> Good talk. Yeah. Good, yeah. Great fucking podcast. Well, yeah. Is yeah. Duncan yeah. Hines yeah. still a thing? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Let's go buy some chocolate cake. Let's buy some fucking cake. Some chocolate cake, man. Well, about that shit. But so I started, I, I watched uh, like four of the Treehouse of Horrors episodes last night. Oh, Simpsons. that's like mm. a Halloween Friday the 13th staple. Yeah. Mm. Are so you doing good. anything special for Friday the 13th tonight? I have a sound bath tonight. Oh. A spooky sound bath. Oh. I don't know what that means. But. She get one of those shitty like hangers. You're getting your alien buds? Are you bringing your alien gong with Fuck you? Yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah, we're going to gong the shit out of some people. Fuck, Fuck yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. No. Great. Now I want to. Ring it at the end of the episode totally. so I can. How we, we'll get it. That's how we do that. So I watched the very first one. Yeah. And then it? I watched the. So the first one was um, the uh, the Raven, right? So they redid the Raven with Bart Simpson as yeah, the Raven, never right? More. Never more. Never yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat my shorts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, what else was that one? Uh, they had. God, I can't remember now. But so, but I also watched the very the most recent one, number thirty four, that just came. out. Yeah, number thirty four. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't watched any of those. Yeah. I, I mean, probably it's been at least ten years. I know. Since I, I know, the like Simpsons. one to eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very yeah. well, yeah, like yeah, front yeah. to back, right? I've watched it many times. 
But so I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to watch the newest one. And so I watched it, and the first episode was cool. It was like, you know, uh, uh, Frankenstein and the mummy and Dracula, like the the stereotypical uh, monsters awoke. They went to the Simpsons party, had a good time, and then their wives showed up and beat the shit out of them for cheating on them, right? You know, monster uh, wives. The second one, though, they went complete anime. And, like, it was all anime Simpsons. And they had this, like, anime kind of, like, monster. So uh, Lisa found this notebook, and it said, if you write any name you write in here and write how they'll die, they'll die that way. And so she started off by just, like, killing off the executives of this, like, shitty company that was polluting everybody. I think that's Death Note, isn't it? Isn't I think that it a, is, yeah. It, it, it was that's an anime? Of, okay, yeah. all right. Because, well, yeah, that's yeah. one thing. is Treehouse of Horror, they would always do weird-ass shit. Like, they would animate it differently. They did, like, yes. like the reference of something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was fucking, it was trippy as shit to watch an anime, like, Lisa, Bart, Marge, like it was. I can't believe cool. they keep coming up with new shit they haven't done before after I, all this time. Like, how have you not repeated something? Yep. Every I'm, time. I'm just. Well, I mean, I at this point, I, very, I, I do. do I know there's some diehard Simpsons fans that probably watch all that shit, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of either watch some of the newer shit or watch some of the older shit. I mean, yeah. it's different generations of yeah. fans at this point. I don't watch any of the new stuff. I'm, I'm I want enamored, to. I'm enamored like, with that stuff from the early 90s. When yeah, it was same. Like when it was, you know, cult of personality. Everyone wore the don't have a cowman shirts around. <laughs> right. <laughs> the monorail episode. I call him Bitey. Say that all the time. Yeah, I call the big one Bitey. I call the big one Bitey. Laid me the fuck out the first time I saw that. Holy I could shit. not stop laughing. We need an anchor. Dick Carter, Homer. He just looks at Bart. He's yeah. an anchor. Oh, so man. dumb. Uh, I love it so much. I call much. the big one Bitey. <laughs> yeah, my, you know, a lot of our, growing up, a lot of our uh, friends' households wouldn't, weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, but my mom was always down. She never really had, like, hard nose. We didn't even have cable, so she didn't have a monitor shit. National television. Yeah, You're not going to say anything. Like, no. Fox actually was edgy They were pretty shit, edgy. They yeah, were, yeah. yeah. That yeah, was definitely. the whole point of Fox back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't watch it with us, but she would always run into the living room to see the beginning because she wanted to see how they sat couch on the gag. couch. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that was the best. You know, just fucking great. But I love that fucking show. That was like, I think that show actually taught me a lot more about life than you really think about because oh, the way they approach politics and the how they, they predicted like, everything that's ever yeah, happened. Right, there, uh, there was an interview uh, that I saw with Erica Badu. It was just like her on, she was all in her Erica Badu, like greatness, you yeah. know, just dressed to the nines in this outfit and her teeth were all silver. And they, I think she was smoking a blunt on the, on the red carpet. And someone asked her like, what, what is uh, your religion or what is something you subscribe to? Or what's a, a theory that you have? And she was like, that the Simpsons predict the future. And I was like, yes, Erica Badu. Yes. your philosophy. Well, yeah. What is your like life philosophy? That the Simpsons are going to always predict the future. And I was Fuck like, yeah. yes. I love me some Erica Badu. But, but it's because uh, they know Speaker human. Speaker Box is the best-selling hip-hop album of all time. Yep. I just what? saw that. Yeah. yeah. Speaker Box and the Love Below. Wow. Shout out to Outkast. Fucking love that. Man. Of all time? Yeah. All time. Yeah. Well, think about how many, I mean, it crosses over so many genres. I was just going to say, I was know. like, not Tupac, but. How many but fucking, yeah, like. Uh, so that's I was being played at white, suburban white weddings. Bombs and it shit, is, yeah. everybody oh, yeah. has that. Hey, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Jesus so yeah. it's yeah. funny, I, was, I, I have yeah. a Dr. Dre the Chronic hoodie, and I was wearing it yesterday. I was at the store, and the guy's like, hey, man, I like your hoodie. It's awesome album. I'm like, yeah, man, I fucking dig it. Or he goes, I love the hoodie. I'm like, yeah, man, I love the album. He's like, doesn't everybody love the album? I'm like. Now, kind of yes. Yeah. Back then, 
Hell no. Right. Like, nice. the fact that, like, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre played the halftime show, that blew me the fuck away. Yes. I'm, just like, I'm like, going, yeah. this, these guys were, quote, public enemy number one 30 years ago. Right. And now they're playing the biggest show in the world. And everyone's just like, yeah, we know this song. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, speaker box. But see, and then ten years later, speaker box comes out, and now every mom's in their Honda Passport, just yeah. fucking hey, yeah, yeah, not knowing what the fucking back or, half of that. Or song dads was. in their Honda Passport. Yeah, <laughs> they, that, was a, that yeah. was a big album. It was a big yeah. fucking deal. That yeah. was. I uh, I listened. To, or there's a book out called Habits, and they talk about Hey Ya when it came out. I don't know if I shared this story with you guys before or not, but. Um, so at the time, Hey Ya came out, so like 2001, 2002. Um, so the way that the, the record industry was working is that they have basically a computer program that they would input all the songs in and they would give us a rating, basically like a Rotten Tomatoes rating of like how they think the song is going to perform. And Hey Ya basically broke that machine and was like, it's going to just destroy everybody. People are just going to love this. So they released it. And initially when they released it, it didn't do well at all mm-hmm. because it didn't sound like anything that was out. Right. It was, it had a very old sound, but also mixed in a lot of the hip hop and a lot of the new stuff. But so it was very unique for the way it sounded. And people didn't really catch on to it because also they expected hip hop from Outkast, not right. something like this. Yeah, that so weird album in and of itself. It's two solo albums. Yeah, of, yeah, most definitely. So what the record labels decided to do was they wanted to find a way to make this sound song a song sound familiar. So they sandwiched it on all the different genres: so rock, hip hop, even country. They would take like the most popular song that was out at that time, and let's say it was Chili Poppers, Chili Peppers Under the Bridge. They would play Chili Peppers Under the Bridge, and then they would play like an Oasis song, and then they would play Hey Ya, then they would play the same Oasis song, and then they would play Hey Ya, then they would say play the the Chili Pepper song, then play the Oasis song, <sighs> just to is... really like create comfortability and like, hey, you know what this sounds? Yeah, you, you're familiar yeah, with this. Yeah, you oh, know. Oh, this is weird. But then it's oh, now we can integrate that now, and that was the 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 recipe that they did and that's how hey ya really got accepted by everybody and then became one of the biggest fucking songs in the goddamn planet that's wild yeah crazy shit it's like there is a formula did you ever see them live yeah yeah Uh. I saw him in uh, I saw him on the AT Aliens tour and I saw in Austin and I saw him like 97 97 yeah yeah. and then I saw him on uh, the uh, that was before they really broke I mean they were bigger but they were so oh dude because that's before Equimini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So AT Aliens, we were in a, a club in Austin, and um, and it was it was a phenomenal show. Goody Mob was there. It was Outcast, Goody Mob. Nice. And so I can't remember when it was. It was either in between the sets or after the, the both of the groups were done. Uh, the two uh, DJs were having a spinoff. And it was uh, Mr. DJ, I think, was uh, Outcast DJ. And I can't remember the, the Goody Mob's DJ. And so, but they were just like going back and forth, just having a spinoff. And then Mr. DJ, it was his turn, so he was doing his shit. <clears throat> and his uh, mixer short-circuited and caught on fire. And, but he played into it. And while the shit was melting, he was still fucking scratching. Oh. And just, like, doing his shit and making all these and fucking all noises. And all the it's fucking crazy, He's man. It. We're just fucking going crazy. It was fucking, it was awesome. It that's, was amazing. That's, uh, there you is like rumor. 20, you been, like, 21, 20. Me? Yeah. Oh, 17. 17? Yeah. 17, 18. Fake ID? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There's rumors that they're See, getting back together. See, there's good memories involved in all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they might be getting back together either for an album or a tour. I would love that. I, thought I would they love were to beefing. see them do another album. I thought they were beefing. I th- I, there Never was a really picture beefing. with them together. Their there was a picture of them together at an event, and then everyone was like, 
this is my Roman Empire, which do you guys know? You probably don't know because neither of you are on TikTok. What I'm going to ask you this question. How often do you guys think about the Roman Empire? Oh, fuck. Okay, so Tiffany asked me about the fucking Roman okay. Empire a couple days ago. Yeah, what was okay. your answer? I I brought up I brought up uh, water. What, but like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Not at all. Okay. Not how same, o- okay, same. great. So there's this TikTok trying of yeah yeah of people just like this like, is my Roman Empire daily. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, how? I know. I'm like, dude, I think about like, I, I think of nothing daily. You know? I don't even think of Beyonce daily. I mean, I, I honestly, if I was to be completely honest, I probably think about drinking is the only thing that I could say I think about daily. Right you know, yeah. no, no, like yeah. if no, I'm going to really that. like, yep. really like, okay, there's probably one port during the day in which I can my say jewel, I'm going to My jewel, my jewel, I think about daily. Like yeah. that's, yeah. You my know. nicotine is what cool. I think about daily. Cool, all fucking yeah, addicts. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah, the I only I saw that like, too and I was like, wait a minute. And I had to sit back and think. I'm like, no, I never think about it. If anything, I'll think about the Egyptians never. every once in a while. Yeah. Or maybe like indigenous peoples, Mayans. The, like, and I feel like people have to be lying because there's just no way that they all think about the Roman Empire daily. There's just no yeah. way. And it and it no. wasn't all just, you know, one one race. There is there's multiple races that I've I've seen. Like, sure. I'm like Yeah. Okay. Ages. I can think if it was just like if it was just a bunch of white people and be like, yeah, I think about that all the time. Be like, okay, white people, stop thinking about fucking. It has to be right like now. some kind of power power like, ego thing. I, I don't mean, know. She, she, so she asked me, I like really <laughs> thought about it. Again, I have a bachelor's in history, so yeah. I like thought about it and yeah, shit. She, I'm like, okay, hmm. well, I mean, I guess. What introspective what, you know, question. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I literally go, well, what they did with water and like clean water is like probably one of the biggest things of mankind. It's like, you know, as far right. as prolonging age and all that. But you had you, an answer you ready. reflect on that often. The aquifer. But, I, but never. I literally like, like sat and I'm like, okay, like 45 seconds later, I'm like, okay, and then it was, you know, Caesar, I guess. Right. But, like, water. You know, call, <laughs> up, call up Landon on Little Caesar's Pizza, like, I probably think about it. Yeah. Exactly. Do you remember the memory game at Little Caesar's? Like, <laughs> they had that Simon game. Oh, I don't. Yeah, no. so like, obviously you remember Simon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but the Little Caesars, the one, or at least the one I went to, which is fucking right over there, probably where it would have been. Yeah. Um, They had for like 25 cents, I guess now they probably got rid of it because it's primitive gambling. Uh-huh. But it was like a, you could try to play this memory game where you play these lights and you could win a stuffed little fucking Caesars doll, like a carnival oh. game. Oh, the, the Noid? Or the actual... The, the, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, Domino's. Yeah, that's yeah, Domino's. yeah the annoyed. Yeah, oh, that, oh, yeah, the little Caesar guy with yeah. the, kind of the, yeah, yeah. the triangle pizza, nose. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Oh, pizza. fucking fuck yeah. about that guy. Yeah, so I guess maybe they didn't have a Simon at the Arizona Little Caesars. They did not. <laughs> they did not. Fucking Simon. Well, Little Caesars wasn't as big down south as it, as it was. I mean, it, it became big, but it, you guys, it was... Isn't that Papa John's territory down there? Uh, it wasn't. I mean, Papa John's came along after, but I mean, it was really like Pizza Hut and Domino's for the longest time. Uh, I ended up work, I was working at Papa John's, actually, for... Eight months. Yeah, we've Jesus. gotten a couple good podcasts Ooh. out of you, yeah. Papa John. <laughs> yeah, Papa John. Mighty proud of your tenure at Papa John. Oh, I fucked some shit up in that fucking <laughs> yeah, store, exactly, man. God Jack. damn. Proudly. Yeah. Exactly. We started the podcast off talking about heavy doses. There were some heavy doses of Papa John's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not so much introspection, more driving and delivering pizza. Dude, yeah. I, I think about that every time I get food delivered here. Yeah, and, exactly. And... You think about that more than the fucking Roman Empire. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like I think about doing acid at Papa John's. Yes. I think of doing. I, I, so I bring up like whenever I think of like the longest shifts I've had at work, or now now all my shifts are way easier because I'm not hungover. Right. Like yeah, that's totally. fucking huge. But like, 
<laughs> you know, I think of the longest shift I had, you know, just like, oh, God, this sucks. The shift one end. I'm like, nope, that shift where you were tripping balls on mushrooms, that definitely <laughs> yeah, felt that longer. Definitely <laughs> that, was... that definitely dragged on. That six hours felt longer. That shift you know? is still going on in an alternate yeah, exactly. universe. Shit. Yeah, You still haven't gotten off oh work. Oh, my God. Yeah, that went from, like, the, the most fun day to the most anxiously fucking horrible day in the goddamn so planet. Good. Uh, I God love damn that. it! Extra large pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. The dough is talking to no, me. No, <laughs> pepperonis are alive. <laughs> they have consciousness. But that's actually one of my favorite things to do whenever I'm coming down from like a, an energetic medicine. Now is is to watch <laughs> adult cartoons. Yeah, you know? it's a self. It's kind of fun, you know, and just like chill out and relax. Well, and... I would. I, I if you have not watched Gravity Falls, mm. that is one of the best shows. I've seen in a while cartoon included, but like it's only two seasons. They wrote it. So it would only be two seasons. So it's a very open and closed like book. It's not like that fucking bullshit they did with twin peaks, which is like fucking, I don't even know what the hell that is. I I didn't know that they only wrote two seasons of it. And I was distraught when I found out there was not going to be a third season. And they're like, Oh no, this came out in whatever year. And there, it was only meant to be two seasons. Mm. Um, but it is, it is heartfelt. It is funny. It's um. It's kind of got the Rick and Morty, especially in the second season. It's kind of got a Rick and Morty multi- multiple dimension element to it that comes in. So basically, it's about these two kids that moved to Gravity Falls, Oregon, to live with their uh, great uncle Stan, who they call Grunkle Stan, <laughs> and he runs kind of like a snake oil type. Um, mystery shack like in the middle of the woods but like none of the mysteries actually work and then he finds out that they it's one of the most magically uh it's it's like a, they live on like a magical vortex so mm. everything around them is magical right. and it's it's a great fucking show Did you watch All that right. treehouse of horror episode where homer buys the crusty doll from that like cursed fucking magic shop so yes we See, i remember yeah, yeah. that He's one like, i didn't watch oh it somebody time. switched it from <laughs> evil to good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Going to kill you, Homer. <laughs> oh my God! All right, that's yeah, so it's like knowledge. that. It's like that. It, it is, yeah, but it's, but it is for. It's like that, but it's, it's, it's not an adult show. But it's one of those that it's like written for kids, but like anyone could enjoy it. Like they have adult themes that, like you know, science, and but they also have kind of the kid version of it too. Like it's, it's one of myself shows cool. that I will sit down and like everything's okay. They, um, yeah, they just kind of have everything in it. And it's just my kind of, it's Harry Potter-ish in that sense. I love that. Yeah. Okay. There's a little, you know, magic books that they got to find. And cool. Yeah. All right. I'm down. The characters are great. When is the, 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 the Harry Potter series supposed to come out? I think everything got fucked because of the strike. So oh, it could right. be a while. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. I mean. Because everything got that. pushed back at so, least a year that, yeah. or two. I give zero fucks about most of that shit. Like, I haven't even finished all that Star Wars. Sure. Thing. There was like I a know. year ago we were talking God about that. It. But, god damn it, fucking ass. Anyway, I was literally making a joke yesterday or this morning about how they've got like 65, if we count like Mandalorian and all that other shit with that new one, like Ashoka or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, we're talking like 60, 70, whatever the things. Oh, like, you're in it for a bit. Well, yeah, no, it's just like it's insane. And Harry Potter, which it won't has end. as big a, big a following, they just have those movies, they just have the books. There mm-hmm. hasn't been like a fucking... Your wizard Harry spinoff. Well, they, uh, he's dead. They like, did. Well, they did the Fantastic Beast, which That's I will right. tell they you like weren't the same for me because it was about magical people living in regular London rather than this 
got this boy who thought he was normal going into a magical world. So you get to experience like this world building of all these things you don't know. Mm. And most of the Fantastic Beasts are this magical guy who's like traipsing around London. And so it's like, it's less exciting for me. I didn't watch the final one. Like I watched the first one. I was very excited because I'm a Hufflepuff and he's a Hufflepuff too. I was, Um, I did the sorting act quiz. I too am a Hufflepuff. Are you really? I would have put you in as a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah, see that that's what the that's what most people But thought. you're a stoner enough that I think Hufflepuff fits too. Yeah, the, I, I I you know, and again, fucking whatever. I don't know shit about all this stuff, but I mean the which spirit animal I kinda didn't have a good answer yeah. for that question. I'm like, fuck. That's a Hufflepuff answer. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but then the other one they're like, ah, oh, I can vibe with that like good vibe shit. And I'm yeah. like, God, oh, it's probably gonna put me in that Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see. I'm you not in gonna either. vibe with that dickhead blonde kid in <laughs> Slytherin. No, you're not Slytherin. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. But that's, I feel like you're you're a Ravenclaw in this like you're well, who was that? Who was who was, was that the, the the Emma Watson? Is she one of those? No, yeah, she, she was a Gryffindor, but yeah. uh Ravenclaw would have been like Cho Chang, Luna Lovegood was a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there weren't any. Ron Weasley. Which one's Ron Weasley? Gryffindor. Gryffindor. All three of them are Gryffindor. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which I could see you in Gryffindor too. But the uh, the difference between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff is that Gryffindor has the ambition, and Hufflepuff just doesn't care. They're just here for a good time. So like, I could see both of us in Gryffindor, but we don't care enough about being on top the best to be like we're just here for a good time. That's so funny. I'm like, wait, Ron Weasley. Yeah, Yeah. 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 so excited. (laughs) The characters. I knew man. Ron Weasley. He's the redhead, right? Yeah. He is a redhead. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron yeah, yeah. Weasley. The, and then the little blonde fucker. But the extension of the Harry Potter universe, on top of the fact that they, you now have the J.K. Rowling shit that now no one yeah, wants to support Harry Potter, yeah. so you're losing people that were normally that I think people like it's me a were. Splintered one. Well, I'm not gonna like uh, digest new stuff that's gonna make her money. So there's like that aspect to it uh, that yeah. you don't have with the George Lucas universe, and also the kind of magic behind Harry Potter is that original story of like these extraordinary places and kids and I don't I'm not I'm gonna watch the new show if they if they put it on but like I don't know how I feel about them remaking it so soon. And I know it's 20 years old, right, but yeah. like it feels Saved too by the soon. Bell new class. Yeah, know? it only feels one too Mark soon. Paul Gossler, bro. And I might be eating my words, who, who knows, but I I feel yeah. like the the original story was done great and yeah. it was done perfectly and if you're going to do the Star Wars thing Go do the episode one, two, and three, but don't remake New Hope. You don't need to remake episode four. Oh, like, so that's and they're, what they're talking about. Yeah, too. and so they're just redoing. So it'd be Sorcerer's Stone. Right. But and they're and Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone. Huh? Stone. And the Kobe other fan. thing is, is that I do like the aspect of it being a series show because there is so much shit in the books that you don't get in the movies because there just isn't enough time, which is why TV has become such a monster over movies now because you can really get, you know, five, six seasons in really in-depth yeah. details that you wouldn't get from a movie. So I like that aspect, but I wanted that done 20 years ago. Didn't they make yeah. a Lord of the Rings show? Yeah, Rings of yeah. Power. Yeah, it's uh it's it predates Lord of the Rings. It's from oh, the fuck, So they're not retelling Sol- Lord of the Rings. Malarian. It's yeah. So so, so I, I I literally was going to back I think this was either right around high school or right out of high school. So a million. Read, read the fucking read the Hobbit and stopped it like literally like seven pages oh, like before finishing. I'm like fuck this. What? Book. Literally just I was just I, out of principle. Out of yeah. Pro- yeah. I'm fucking fuck stupid. You. I should have finished it. Like <laughs> seven I, pages. You know, I don't live a life of regrets except maybe <laughs> I, like, I'm fucking finding the Pick last. Pick it back ten. up. But I'm like man, fuck this Tolkien talking about these blades of grass. I'm fucking. 
fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But so we're talking before. See, a Gryffindor would have yeah. finished the book. A Hufflepuff wouldn't have. Fair. That's that's the difference. Uh, so would have finished I, it just out of principle. So my guy Ron Weasley would have plowed through that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Too bad. Hufflepuff doesn't care. No. no yeah, Rings of Power actually comes before even the nine rings were made. Yeah. So they 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 made three rings first. So this is like Sauron had already been shit. there. Well, I love the stories. Yeah. I just love stories in general. It's kind of cool, but man, how do you keep all that straight with like... It's a lot. Well, like it's, it's Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Thrones, Star Wars, and Harry Potter. You guys probably are all relatively, sorry the pun, balls deep in most yeah. of those. Yeah. All those. Yeah. Yeah. You can hold good conversations about all those. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So when I watched the game, <laughs> that's, like... That's an, it, you know what that is? It's that same love adult... <laughs> Here's the thing. The thing about the that the the correlation between adult cartoons and and fantasy, it's that same part of my brain that gets activated. Whereas I get to escape my present now and go into a world that doesn't exist, and I would rather be there presently than be in my body dealing with bills or life stuff. So for me, it's enjoyable to know all the tidbits about it. Well, it doesn't feel like a chore. So I. Yeah. I- you know, I loved Game of Thrones up until last season. Or we all did. Like, Let's you know, it was, it was yeah. good. We and all then did. It wasn't. It would have been the best show ever made if they had slam dunked honestly, that last honestly, season. It would have been. Was, so when I was watching it on the iPad during the first season, like on the HBO pa- iPad, you could like literally like click on shit and like, because they would be talking about shit you could, I would never fucking know. If they were named Dave, Bob, and Mike, I'd be like, oh, fucking, he's pissed off at Mike right. and he's pissed off at Dave and fucking Bob is going to yeah. probably try to work it out. But it's always these names. <laughs> Claim, you know. yeah, that's so a I lot of big like names. So I literally had to figure all this shit out and I was yeah. into it, but see, you know, it was, it was a labor of love, but like trying to do that when there are like you literally, I yeah. just named four other. I I haven't seen three of those shows. Like yeah, three of the, like. but there is as deep as I think I can get into like a Harry Potter or Star Wars. There are people that are on a whole other level oh, that dude, like that. Fucking you shall not pass. But you, yeah, but fucking, it is so like you have to go outside <laughs> research shit. Like you have like it is not stuff that is in the movies or in books. Fuck. Like this is outer level. Like you are spending hours of your time researching how to speak languages how to yeah. like yeah. you know so, like it, it, they're on another level so, so i'm not even touching that i saw that. all those lord of the rings movies in the theaters you know in mm-hmm. fucking 2000 2001 2000, yep. they were cool and shit long but cool yep haven't rewatched any of them. Oh, I watched I am the totally okay with that. I, I watched them constantly, them. dude. So you just fucking gave P- PJ fucking eleven hours of your time. Uh, no, so I, I give went, him I went eleven hours of my from... time monthly. Oh yeah, dude, I love monthly. <laughs> Paul Peter Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I I just did Rings of Power, Hobbit, and then Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, that's right. He made a fucking yeah. Hobbit. That one's three like a trilogy. Three. That's, that's three a, of those. There's three. Three Hobbits. Yeah, three <clears> Hobbits. Yep. That is fuck because that book was boring as shit well it was it just the first mm-hmm. oh <laughs> yeah it's god good. so that that like 10 pages is probably like fucking it's 75 a whole series minutes yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah pj had a, it got, yeah, got a like, couple oh, billion off of those let me oh, i'm gonna give i'm gonna give that blade of grass fucking eight minutes of fucking <laughs> dead air in this show the uh audiobooks really helped me in worlds like that so like game of thrones i did all audiobooks mm. like i read them but i had yeah. the audiobook and so because it is hard when you're 
into her world we at first. We were all first. talking about it at work and shit the next day. But like, you know, it, it is it is hard to keep on? track of everything because there's a lot of shit going on. So like when you have a really good audiobook, they'll do all the voices, they'll say the names correctly. So when I'm reading them, I go, okay, this is how you say that or this is how you say this town or Get whatever. Get Jeremy Irons say that shit. Uh, he was fucking great. Oh, what was his name? George, oh God, I'll have to look him up who did. Whoever does the fucking Game of Thrones audiobooks is is fucking great. Um, but there is a TikTok trend of like this uh, video of you reading a book and it's like point of view, how how your brain feels when you start a new fantasy novel. And it's just like, like it's just gibberish yeah. where it's like you can't keep track of everything that's happening. They got to lay all that shit down and yeah. then like talking about it matter of fact. Yeah. Like, Oh, they're going to explain what the fuck a schnirschnar yeah, is. Schneer, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Deep into this forest of the schnirschnark, and then we're going to get Oh, good, it's not just me who has trouble at the first. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So within the past probably five or seven years, I got into reading like old Hindu mythology, and so I've read the Mahabharata and the uh, Ramayana, which is like that same thing. Like the, the, the towns... The names, the things they're referencing. Nothing like, is familiar. It's just nothing. It's not Bob it's Jobs like, it's and from Boston. It's such a job yeah. to do that the first time. Like the first time, I've, I've read them a few times now, but the first time I read it, it was just like a chore every time. I'm yeah. like, God damn it. Like there's you so You really much. have to train your brain into that was, fantasy. Yeah. That was your boy reading Siddhartha. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Herman Siddhartha. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, we should do a podcast book, fucking of that one. Uh, we should do a, a book, book club. We'll just, yeah, we'll just, yeah. A, po- a podcast book club. See, Siddhartha's only like a buck ten, so like I yeah, could probably, yeah, 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 like yeah. we could smash that one yeah. out. That's, I love, that's one of my favorite books. Do a podcast on that one. I remember reading that in like seventh grade. My brother had to read it in like Yeah, we had to. And I remember reading it and being like, I will enjoy this as an adult, but as a child, I don't understand this. I can't imagine that being a fruitful pursuit. No. And I get like the whole point of it is to like expand your mind. But like as a seventh grader, like 12 year old, I'm like, I know this is important what I'm reading, but I can't grasp it. Hiring the guy to paint the fence. I think, (laughs) well, actually, so now uh, there's, there's a book, uh, Paul Cohen, maybe, um, but it's called The Alchemist. Oh, yeah. Mm. And that very similar kind of understanding of what Siddhartha goes through. It's the journey through your under, you know, your emotional, your, you know, your plight, your, you know, shit you get yourself into and how you get out of it. Yeah. But it's more, it's more, I think, applicable to that age range. Totally. To your point. I think that's more of that, like preteen to even through high school and you then have like, like the journey aspect yeah. and you got like but Siddhartha was just very introspective very cerebral yeah. and like it was it was really hard for me to understand it's like throwing somebody the Tao you know right. it's like here you go here's all, all of life answers are in this book you just have to decode it and it's like what is what I can't believe a what public public this? high a public middle school in Tucson Arizona was like yeah Siddhartha yes yeah. this my is brother, like, my brother was I think in a private school at the time and that yeah. was, that, that tracks with that's some of that Tucson Capitol public Hill school system school, baby you yeah. know. I was in the South, like deep South, so we were more of that Huck Finn, you know, kind yeah, of. Yeah, we were doing, yeah, you know, the see, introspective. I, you know, really, books. honestly, I didn't read a lot. Oh, me neither. Like, like, I mean, I didn't yeah. read Huck Finn. I, I, just, I, 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 I either like, watched you do enough to get the book report. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like that's whatever. What I but like, I movies. didn't fucking read it. No. I, I know there's some narrative about him getting paid to clean the paint. Watch the fence. Yeah, totally. And he yeah. like 
took that money and paid somebody else. You subcontracted it out. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. I got three hours con- of homework. I'm skimming the fuck out of this chapter. I'm yeah, getting the, I, I I'm getting the big I ends. I the cliff notes to Catcher on the Rye and the cliff notes to Catcher on the... I, I think, could you still go buy cliff notes at the fucking Barnes & Noble? I don't remember know. They had no, the probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember, part. yeah. yeah. Uh, or Spark Notes was Spark the newer notes, one, yeah. but... The Cliff Notes was probably like 75 pages, and the book was 120, but I still was like, ah, it's not even 40 pages. 10 pages, the last 10 pages, man. If I don't have to read them, I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, I I mean, I honestly don't think I finished reading a book in, in high school. Yeah. Like, I mean, that I sounds like one of those bullshit statements. No. Like, oh, I skated in high school and I failed a couple classes and shit, but I honestly don't think I fucking read a book. When, here's the no, thing. I'm, I'm I, 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 if you're forcing me to read a book on your timeline, it's not going to get done. Like, I, I, I like to read, but I, but it is, I have to be in the right mindset. I have to be like, so if I have a book report due, like I'm not reading it. Like I'm getting the thing done. Fight Club. I didn't read Fight Club. I remember doing that. <laughs> that was like senior year. That was senior did year. Did I ever tell you <laughs> that I did a fucking book report on the Bible? Cause I was so strapped. No. <laughs> and you I knew, knew that shit. Yeah. I knew the teacher was a Christian. Yeah. I, I had been to Bible study and I was like, uh, and you just had to do a, a, a book. And it was like due like the next day and I just didn't have time. So I'm just like the Bible. And I remember handing it in and she was like, she looked at me and she goes, the Bible, huh? And I go, she's like, and it was all about like Jesus, this and Jesus is good. that And this and this, and she goes, did you do like a specific book in the Bible? And I was like, nope, the whole Bible. <laughs> just the whole, and she goes, the whole Bible. Hmm. Okay. And I still got an A on it because she wasn't not going to give me an A on the fucking Bible. But she was like, you, you read 12,000, 1200 pages. You read 1200 pages, the whole Bible. She goes, there's a lot of different themes in there. Did you get all the themes? And I was like, mm, I, just a broad, broad stroke, broad stroke, three, four page fucking book report on the Bible. Not Genesis. Easily No, easily. It's, you know, you know what I'm saying, Diane. Come on, Diane. I mean, it's all really saying the same thing. Your mom, right? your, my mom and you are in the same Bible study. You know. That's you know, so good. I didn't know you I did still a book. remember <laughs> handing it in and just looking at she like I locked eyes with her and we both knew this is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. She's gonna blink first. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Blessed be. See you next Sunday, here's, Diane. Here's, yeah. here's my book report yeah. that I did. I read. Can't say shit about it, Schleeder. Can't do it. That's so good. So yeah, I didn't do a lot of book reports in school. I, no books that I had already read, books that I knew movies were on, but I, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I finished a book for a book report. Well, I remember getting called out, and this is going back in middle school. I got called out for doing like a book report on like a book to the teacher. Like <laughs> you had to like to. Oh, fuck. I fucking hated this teacher. When I was <laughs> so like every fucking re- you would have those periods of time in where you would read like everyone would just sit in their table and read yeah and you'd have to go over there and explain to the teacher like during reading time right. what the fuck you were reading or something and i'm like i'm reading this and she's like my fucking seven-year-old grandson's <laughs> reading that book do you remember which one it was yeah yeah <laughs> Can you read the description, please? I want to see what the cover looks like. I gotta see what the age, the age suggestion of the book is. Three to five. Oh uh, God, what it was, it was about this kid Jeremy who hatched dragons. <laughs> Hold on. 
Oh, fire Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Thatcher. <laughs> when the title rhymes, you know you're off to a great start. Okay. Oh my God. What is it? Oh, this shit. I gotta find out the age suggested. It'll be like age, ages five to eight. <laughs> Twelve year old Robin's like, yeah, so we can just take. <laughs> As you can see in this clearly illustrated book, Jeremy now has three eggs. He used to have two, but now he has three. It didn't have pictures. It did have fairly large print. 141 pages. Oh, 148. 148. I mean, what, seventh grade? Okay, okay, so, okay, yeah. It ain't the Bible, but... Was it because the words were all an inch tall? So, so... Okay, 148. So I will say this, and I can't find readily for the sake of the podcast what age that's recommended. Probably not. <laughs> Probably grade. around seven. I do know around maybe that grade or a grade after a kid in my class. Same. She was smart as fuck. She was probably the smartest kid in the class. Sure. She read Les Mis Rob, which is like fucking 1,200 pages. I'm reading a 148 page about a kid who hatches a fucking dragon. <laughs> But you still remember that book, so clearly. Yeah, yeah. She was fucking not <laughs> impressed. She was she not impressed. She would have done a, a book report on the Bible, but oh. the whole Bible. Oh and it would have been God. a 30 page book report. She fucking hated oh, me. Oh, I bet she did. so funny. See, she's probably a Gryffindor. Oh my God, that is so funny. Oh my god! Yeah, that was the last book that I really kind of fucking think I read. And I, uh, sure, yeah, yeah, so actually, now I think about it, I read that shit in like fourth or fifth grade, <laughs> and I was trying to use it for seventh grade. That's exactly what happened. Uh, I so told that, you. Yeah. You use books you already fucking read. You work smarter, not harder, assholes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now that I'm actually thinking about it, because I wasn't reading that shit at all. You were. No woman read that. No. <laughs> You're like, I, I kind of did this already. I already did the work. <laughs> Good for you. I'm like, yeah, he hatches a dragon, and then, you know, he's a kid. He's got a dragon. We got him on 100 pages of hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally Chaos burning things. He's not supposed to have shelf. a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> What's he going to do with a dragon? Let's read on and see. <laughs> oh so my god! Good. I would love to like oh. get a hold of old book reports of Ooh. all of ours and just see what they said. Like oh, how man. how seventh grade me described so, a, the Bible. So I would love I to reread that. You not so my parents gave me all of my old report cards and like old book. Bring reports. them in. Not like book reports, but like I have a, a Manila folder kind of about yay big, kind of like my Red Hook folder yep. of just useless shit that we did. Yeah, and I was I actually, I had my, you know, I was, because I, fuck, I'm old and I've got a filing cabinet. I was getting out a fucking receipt, actually. Mm. Old people shit. And I saw back there, I saw, like, my report card on that, like, carbon paper printout oh, yeah. for, like, seventh grade. And I'm like, I'm not ready to dive into this no, right no, now, but no, I have no, all no. that shit. Yeah, we can do a podcast. I would fucking pull love out it. All for fucking, the first time. Don't all, look at it before all, you come. So... Yeah, that might that might be triggering. I might need to find. <laughs> I'll find that teacher's uh, address. Well, yeah, hold on. yeah, yeah. I got that up. There's probably not too many. Phone I'm not gonna number. say her name. There's probably not too many of those. But uh, I'll find that seventh grade fucking probably C minus that I got in that class where she probably just shit all over me. <laughs> oh, it's all because of Jeremy Thatcher. Fuck Jeremy that guy. Thatcher. That's so great. Dragon yeah, Hatcher. he just tried to dust off. I read this shit in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he uh, see the dog in a world. The dog goes. <laughs> 
And he says, go, dog, go. <laughs> see? Go. And it, the dog's name is Spot. You see Spot run. Okay? Exactly. So follow me, follow me. See, there's, there's one fish, ma'am, and then there's two fish. Yeah. <laughs> one fish. of those fish is red. <laughs> and that's about the dichotomy of the human experience. Oh, you know I wasn't what I mean? that clever. Yeah. I would have been like, and then let's move on. Yeah. And now we have a tow truck. And fuck, yeah, no, not... Yeah, you did that, you would have been fine. Yeah. Like, like you, you would actually be like, oh, he fucking read it. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, my, uh, so my mom actually, uh, when, when uh, we went and got all her stuff from her yeah. house, uh, had similar things. Yeah. There's like this whole folder of all like my school shit that she kept, yeah. like all the stuff that was on the fridge worthy, whatever that means. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Fridge worthy. Um, yeah. I haven't gone through it yet. So, oh, <laughs> my God. To, uh, yeah. I got a, I had a, uh, I did a book report uh, or not a book report, but I think we had to do a report on something. And my grandmother had, um, uh, she was doing a thesis on Tibet and like went to Tibet, met the Dalai Lama and all this stuff. And I was like fascinated with that because I thought my, my Gami was the coolest. And so I did a report about, uh, the Tibetan children's village or whatever. And like their journey of all this stuff. And my grandmother kept it and put it in her thesis. And I have a copy of that. And that was adorable. There were drawings I did. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. And, and she was so proud of it. She put it in her thesis and was like, see, even children back in America, you know, affected by the plight of the Tibetan people. And I was like, she kept it all these years. It was the most adorable thing. That's crazy. I know. Gosh, Moms actually, and just, grandmas. I just watched something the other day about how the Dalai Lama is chosen or found. Um, so when the Dalai Lama passes, because theoretically the Dalai Lama is a reincarnation of yeah. each Dalai Lama. And uh, so the Dalai Lama, right before he passes, uh, basically says something. So it gives some kind of clue, right? Of like an age or an area to look in the in, in Tibet or something like that. And so the the person that sits with him takes that information, then they go to this this lake, this magical lake, and they meditate next to it, and then they also ask and get some kind of message, and then they start to go towards that. Mm. And so where they found the most recent Dalai Lama, <clears throat> they the the messages they they heard were like northeast uh, Tibet, and then when they went and sat by the lake, um, the person saw a building, a monastery with a blue roof, and so they looked for blue roof monasteries. And so when they found that monastery, they lined all the kids up and said, okay, here are some of the belongings that the Dalai Lama had in some of the things that are not his. Oh. And then they, you know, whatever person or whatever child, you know, obviously everybody's all, you know, blind, one person at a time, you know, everybody else is out of the room. If they choose the, the right belongings, then that's that indication that that's the Dalai Lama. And so then they start, you know, testing a little bit deeper. And so, but that's how they've been doing this for I think it's 10 generations now. That's wild. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Just a little side thing. On yeah, no, yeah. I I feel like this Dalai Lama will live forever, though. It seems like He's it. doing great. Fucking awesome. He's getting younger by the day. Hell yeah. Dude looks awesome. All right. Well, good conversation about adult cartoons. God damn. All right. I'm we covered so, Tibet. I'm, I'm we covered so the Bible. We covered uh, Rick and Morty. We're all over the yeah. map. Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon, Dragon Hat. Dragon sure. Yeah. Well, that's fucking hilarious. I bet there's a YouTube video about that. I mean, it got, so it got, it got reissued in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the movie to come out. <laughs> Originally written in 91. That's probably when I was supposed to read it. At age seven. <laughs> Fast forward to 1996, and I'm like, yeah, this book is uh, pretty good. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. All right, we'll see y'all next <laughs> yeah, see time. See you later.